from that amazing array of sound bites Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast is back to talk to Riverdale my name is Jordan Lowe uh, I'm Cliff Barnes I'm Seth we have an episode for you we have talked recently about we've, used, we've thrown the term peak TV around we've talked golden age of television we've talked there's too many good shows to even <laughs> keep up on there's too many cooks. There's, but this particular episode of Riverdale might be the top of the mountain. This is. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, this episode has. I don't want to. I don't want to hype it up too much, but this episode has everything <laughs> you could ever want. It's fabulous. Chapter sixty. Dog day afternoon. I didn't quite get what that was in reference to. Like I mean, what the I, connection was? Yeah, I know the movie, but I'm right. not sure what yeah, how this know. applied to this show. So uh, maybe by we'll the end, of, we'll find. By the end of our discussion, we might we'll figure find, it. We'll out. find. Let's let's think about that. Keep that in mind. Also, okay. we were to look for clues that Reggie kills father. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Sit your butt down. Sit your butt move. down. And don't move. You need to chill out. That's okay. What, that's Nothing old mad dog talking. Everything all right, Monroe? Anything but. Malcolm's been hanging out at the wipeout arcade. So. That place is crawling with dealers and fiends, and I don't want him getting mixed up in that. And Malcolm says brother or something. Uh, he said he had a brother who was a freshman. Yeah, he's been hanging out at the Wipeout Arcade. Oh. It's a great name for an arcade. You can't man. go there. The old Wipeout. <laughs> uh, it's crawling with dealers and fiends. <laughs> so, are we turning this place into a community center or not? The old El Royale. You've had like weeks to do this. How have you not created a community center already and saved the youth? <laughs> the youths. So over at Dead Poet Society. Well, we are certainly not in Riverdale High anymore. Welcome to the Dead Poet Society. Not a bad coop. Not boy. a bad coop, boy. <laughs> uh, I love that. Okay, kid. Let's go find the vending machine, huh? I'll buy you some triple bubble. 
Whenever FP says boy, I'm all about it. Yeah. Okay. Him, him and Jellybean. Okay, kitten, let's go find a vending machine. I'll buy you some triple bubble. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why not? Can't do the double bubble. Riverdale, we do the triple bubble. <laughs> so, she was going to change her name to Veronica Gomez, but she just couldn't do it. She still wants to. That seemed like a really weird thing. I was going to do it, then I thought, no, but I want to. She's got to figure out how she wants to I don't know to what happened. I thought I wanted to sign the document and officially change my name to Veronica Gomez, but... In the moment, I just couldn't do it. Look, if it didn't feel right, it didn't feel right. I still want to do it. I just need to figure out who I'm going to be. And you will. In the meantime, do you want to come with me to the gym? I'm meeting with Miss Weiss about turning the place into a community center. Of course. Do we need to leave now? In the meantime... I mean, we got some time. He's got to go to the gym. That's all Archie cares about. He's meeting with Ms. Weiss. Do we remember Ms. Weiss? She was a um, uh, like social worker? Or yeah. Maybe that was it, yeah. Then back at uh, Dead Poet Society, guess who Jughead's roommate's going to be? Jughead? Marmaduke. Marmaduke. <laughs> what the hell? It's good to see you. Actually, it's, uh, it's uh, Marmaduke now. Marmaduke. Change his name, Old Moose. He's going by Marmaduke now. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Apparently. I didn't realize it had been that long. He was, was talking like... A, like after the musical? Is that the yeah, last we saw him? he took a year off. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here, dude? After my dad was arrested for impersonating the guard Will King, it uh, kind of blew up my life, my family, everything. I kind of had a nervous breakdown. I even ended up in a facility for a couple months. Oh, man. When I got out, we decided it would be better if I started someplace new, someplace fresh. So I took a year off and came here to play football and start over. Well, are you feeling any better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I feel like a person again. Like this, this darkness is off me. But please just keep this between us, okay? If some of these guys got a whiff of who I was... <sighs> Your secret is safe with me. Marmaduke. Thanks, man. And we'll need to be especially tight-lipped around Brett. You rang? He's a... Gotta be tight-lipped around Brett, he says, you know. You rang? Get a little lurch behind him. There comes Brett Weston Wallace. Brett Weston Wallace. (laughs) What an American psycho. So... Archie's gonna give some boxing and MMA lessons... And then keep these kids off the street. Teach them to kill each other. Uh, Mr. Keller's going to be there during the day. Old ex-sheriff. Oh, okay. That's an important detail. Because mm-hmm. yeah. later they, they're expanding the hours and they're doing this. Like, is it just Archie just going to live there 24 yeah. hours a day? And-, and they never said that, you know, later on, that they don't mention Mr. Keller much anymore. It's like. No, I, um, we haven't seen old Tom for a while. I don't think he's necessarily on this season. <laughs> well, he was in. Um, he was at the table during uh, the the dream sequence when well, who uh, wasn't everyone? Well, was yeah, that's true. <laughs> so 
the Cooper kids are working together. According to city records, this motel is owned by Edgar's followers. And look who's answering the front door. And I laughed out loud when I saw that um, Eleanor, is that her name? She's yep. receiving pizza. <laughs> I was like, that was a big Farby thing, was they were always going to be free pizza. That was the draw. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to keep them happy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, so funny. And, you know, they've been getting pizza deliveries every day. They That's all Farbies eat is pizza. <laughs> it's like, it's they, like don't, they don't grow anything. Yeah, it, this is not labeled correctly. You have a farm. You don't grow anything. But this is a big hanging plot thread from last season. You know, this was the whole last season was about the farm and Edward right. and Evelyn. So they got away at the end of last season. So we gotta we gotta wrap that up. So they've got their headphones are holding up to their ears as they listen to their FBI agent pizza delivery guy. <laughs> yeah, who are you? Sorry, I got lost. Pizza delivery, ten cheese, ten pepperoni. You're not our guy. Get him. Uh, you're not our guy. Gunshots and Betty's bug, bug-eyed. Is this guy getting shot? Echo, this is Charlie. Do you read me? Echo, do you read me? Echo, uh, this is Charlie. Was the other guy's name really Echo? Hmm. Of course, my Echo's freaking out. Sure. Stop. <laughs> you know nothing about Riverdale. <laughs> uh. Charles, is that you? Sending someone in with a wire. You're usually more clever than that. I know all your secrets. Don't send anyone else in, or their blood will also be on your hands. Wait here for me. Back at Thistle House. So they heard a guy get murdered? Yeah. Okay. That's just how we've started the episode. Yeah. We start with yeah. a dead FBI agent. Uh, there goes your Nana Rose again. I swear, it's like every night. It's like she's scratching inside the walls. Nana Rose is a restless spirit. Oh, man. Nana Rose, every night she's scratching inside the walls, the girls say. She's a restless spirit. It worries me leaving the twins alone with her while we're at school. Maybe we should hire a caretaker for her. And have a stranger living amongst us? Sticking their noses into our business? Absolutely not. Kind of worried <laughs> that we keep leaving her alone with the twins. <laughs> Well, don't be spurts Nana Rose. Then there's a blood curdling scream, and we go downstairs, and Nana Rose is standing in front of the fireplace. Nana? Nana? Oh, Penelope? I thought I saw the triplets. Okay? This is our first yeah. thing of the Whoa. triplets. There you are. Thank heavens. I thought I saw the triplets burning in the fire. Burning in the fire. Nana, it's me, Cheryl, and Juniper and Dagwood. The twins are sleeping soundly in the nursery. I was like, triplets? I thought she was going to be like, no, the twins, they float above the fire. Yeah. We've learned anything. Yeah, well, uh, so we're hearing about the triplets. Mm. Which that night, Cliff sent me a good meme that was Nana Rose's Yoda. (laughs) There is another. (laughs) When Nana Rose looks into the fire. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Archie that's is about a big to, deal. Yeah, that's a huge that's deal. A, that was a, that was a uh, holy smokes moment. Archie needs about fifty grand, which seems ridiculous just to add a second bathroom to this freaking gym. It's going to be an amazing bathroom. Well, you know, she could Veronica could lend them could lend them money. Kev could host a charity concert. They could have a bake sale. Betty says. <laughs> Because a bake sale will it's a get lot you. of cupcakes. Yeah, fifty thousand. They, you know what else they could do? <laughs> Have a car wash. Got shirtless car wash. That's right. Made four hundred bucks. Great work, Reginald. Every suburban housewife in the county is spreading the word about our Sudsy fundraiser. What can I say? I have a deep fan base. Yes, you do. Four, what is Archie like? Four thousand? Yeah, yeah. Or if we say four or forty, I can't remember. Maybe they'll have a magic mic night, or if they're interested, they could go full Monty. Yeah, high school children. <laughs> <laughs> Seniors in high school. Quit reminding us of that. Um, Edgar's on the phone with Betty. She called her, her mom, or, or I don't know who called who. Chad. Yeah, Chad. Michael Murray. Yeah. Uh, he suspected. <laughs> this last episode, a... we get it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was surprised to see him back. I thought he was going to be a one and done season. Well, they showed him the script. <laughs> <laughs> no actor can pass this opportunity. Uh, oh my god, Mom, I was so worried. No, Betty, it's me, Edgar. How did you get my mom's phone? <laughs> I suspected we had a pretender in our midst. When I started cutting people's fingers off, your mother admitted to me it was her. So he's going to start cutting people's fingers off, he said. I have a list of demands. I'm listening. I need $250,000. Passports for each and every one of my followers. Food, water, and a bus for transport. Why did you call me? Why didn't you call Charles? Because I think you'll have a better chance convincing him than I will. You have five hours. He needs $250,000. Passports for every farmy. Free pizza and a bus. Just leave it to Betty. She's like, I guess. She, she's on it. No problem. Uh, <laughs> Back at Dead Poet Society. She really has endless resources. Brett's talking about my mother asked me to help her with the turkey. And I wonder vaguely. is he re- He's reading from a story. Yeah, kind of a pretentious yeah. piece of fiction that Jughead's rolling his eyes at. Got a real Harold Bloom here. Who's Harold Bloom? Harold Bloom is a famed literary critic. Oh, okay. Well, Jughead didn't like it. So, it's Salinger derivative. Ooh, it did feel a little Burn. Salinger derivative Burn. now that he says so. Oh. I always have... I don't know that I'd ever went out of my way to read Catcher in the Rye. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember my sister had to read it for school or something. We were on a road trip and she had it. And I was like, hey, give me that. And I read it. 
gave it back. I was like, I've always felt like, good, I read it, now I can know when you can in the reference future, it. You in can the future it when, when Jughead right. says, you know, runs his mouth, I can say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really, that's what we all went to school for, to, to <laughs> so, build yeah. our list of references. <laughs> so I got Jughead's back. Um, so... He what he wrote something about the gargoyle king, you know. So they're like making fun of him, it's a little pulpy. And I, I like that of like you know this is kind of a, to the Riverdale critics of like this isn't a serious show; it's pulpy nonsense. And Jughead's like, hey, we like pulpy nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that's not an uh, insult to me. So keep it clean, guys. <laughs> These preppies are getting into a fight uh, talking about English. Um, he's like, I don't have any experience with these trailer trash, low-life criminals. Oh, well, Jughead's always ready for a fight now. Like, anything yeah. happens, he's like, Let, I'm kicking your butt. And I think they established that's like a zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. Any violence or fights at the school, you're automatically kicked out. So Jughead's on the razor's edge. <laughs> Back at Thistle House, we have... Switchblade We have yeah. Darius the Interloper. Nana, babies, I'm home. And who, pray tell, are you, interloper? Hello. You must be Cheryl. Hey. Babe, don't be mad, but this is Darius. He's a night nurse I found online. I thought he could help with Nana and the kids. Fine. But you will do as you're told. Nothing less. Nothing more. He's a night nurse. Oh, yes. Cheryl in this episode... (laughs) I always excuse her ridiculous behavior, but it's like, stop looking in my basement. I wouldn't dare look in my basement. It's like, she couldn't Cheryl. be any more obvious. <laughs> Obvi. You may tend to Nana, where she is, but you are not, repeat, not to go into the Blossom Chapel in the basement. It is forbidden. It's sacred. Don't sweat it, Dee. Not even I'm allowed to go in there. Do we understand each other, Darius? Absolutely, Miss Cheryl. So Donna Sweet is in there getting it on with uh, Marmaduke. Marmaduke, and she tell warns Jughead about the Diplo brat. Thought that was a mm-hmm. never heard of a Diplo. Brat. He's a Diplo brat, son of a diplomat. Thinks it gives him immunity to do whatever he wants. Like beat me up? That's not how brat fights. Okay, it's psychological with him. And he's not afraid to play dirty. Okay. I'll take your advice. Bye, Marmaduke. Catch you later. And uh, meanwhile, Marmaduke is pointing out, hey, I go both ways. So, so everybody knows, don't, po- put me, it, don't put me in a box. Yeah, it needed to point it out. So Midge had a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we explained that. I, I just so on this show, she's the clumpster. Mm-hmm. Sorry, get it right, clumpster. So Betty and her brother talked to the governor. <laughs> Do we have any reason to doubt Charles at this point, mm. or does he just feel he just kind of feels off? Yeah, he, he's too square, too by the book, so that you're automatically sort of what's his deal. 
governor's not going to negotiate with a cult leader. They want um, Edgar to release a hostage first. We already did. And he in walks Polly. Mm. She's in, got a poncho. She's got a poncho. <laughs> poncho Polly. <laughs> <laughs> That's really my favorite Polly so far. And I was like, why is she wearing a poncho? I couldn't understand. <laughs> poncho, poncho Polly. Daddy. Polly. No, stop. Oh, my God. She flips it off and she's, of oh, course. Oh, man. She, she, I mean, she just whips it up right off there. She got the, she's got a dead man switch. Oh, she's please, got. Stay back. Um, she's holding a dead man switch. C4 strapped to her. The bomb explodes. Okay, uh, Polly. I know Edgar must have said something to you. Okay, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I know you don't want to do this. I know you don't want Juniper and Dagwood to grow up without a mom or me without a, a sister. Okay, so we're gonna figure it out. Okay. Okay. What are we? Betty, look at the time. Oh, that's the whole thing. And the best way to deal with it. Quick, Betty. Go, right. go do that. I'll tell you how. Right. I'll stand back yeah. here. <laughs> so the guy who knows how to defuse a bomb is relaying it secondhand to Betty. Like, hey, push, push that button. I'm going to be over here. Well, she, she fixed up the jalopy. Uh, it's got to be the same thing. It's going to be okay. It's fine. It's going to be okay. Okay. There might be a system override on the dead man switch. A, a pin connected to a chain that slides beneath the hole. We the saw it coming a mile away. It needs a pin. I need a pin. Oh, here we go. Iconic and beyond pin. reproach. Anything can be fixed. Um. So. Back at Dead Poets Society, they've each been given a copy of the same mystery story with the final chapter omitted in which the murderer's identity was revealed. So you each have to write your own version of that ending. That feels like this podcast every time we mm-hmm. talk about River Dead. We're yeah. making up our own ending. Right. So what's this going to prove, Mr. Chipping? So Malcolm got jumped by some thugs. Some guy named Dodger. We're going to hear way too much about Dodger in our future. He recruits kids from the arcade. So, obviously, another literary reference. The obviously, artful Dodger. Obviously, right. Yeah. So, with this whole show for three seasons was just dumb movie references. Now mm-hmm. we're like, we're getting deep into oh, the man. literary. Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist, the artful Dodger, and his team of child pickpockets on the streets of London. I liked later. I can't even wait that long that there's a guy named Charles Chickens. <laughs> Don't spoil my Charles Chickens review. Sorry, it's not this episode. We get to talk about it twice. When I saw it, I was like, oh my Charles Lord. Chickens is the best. <laughs> I I had paused my TV to look at the screen and I didn't unpause it for five minutes and yeah. I was laughing. Uh, Dodger also, of course, the star of the, the famous animated film Oliver Dogs and, yeah Oliver and Company Oliver and Company all dogs go to Oliver and Company <laughs> well so uh, so Paul, Riverdale might be referencing that movie yeah, not, and more not than, Oliver it's, Twist uh, yeah. yeah more more than like likely it's it's <laughs> Oliver and Company <laughs> 
Wow. So Polly's telling Betty, don't mess with this guy. Just give him what he wants. So Polly's still like true believer. Yeah. Uh, Alice was never. Mm-hmm. She was just a pretender. Well, Polly was sa- undercover. Saying that but he's Polly's gonna, all the way farm. Well, she's like he's going to start sacrificing his followers. Is what she's telling Betty. Oh, so she actually wanted to get out. Yeah, I don't know, but she—that's what think she's she telling did. her. No, no mm-hmm. she just said she just, but she got a bomb strapped to her. I would think she's not a believer anymore. Mm, I think she is. Well, no, because they send her to. Yeah, maybe, but she she's crazy. We she's established crazy. Yeah, you know. Eh, she'll be different two episodes from now. That so. could be. Well, two hundred fifty grand's a lot to come up with. Even Ronnie didn't have that much in cash. But if you're talking mm. glamour J eggs. Got a whole shelf full. She's got that. You know, and good on Riverdale for not letting that die. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for Betty Cooper, scoring $250,000 is an easier task than getting a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Ordering pizzas or yeah. diffusing She a quickly bowl. goes to TT and has her get her fake passports for everybody. Yeah, easy peasy. She, she knows a guy. Yeah, she goes and gets a bus from, you know, left her book on the bus. She's got everything he asked for in like one minute. Yep. Betty Cooper gets it all done. And she pulls up in the bus. Like <laughs> I was loving that so. She pulls up bus, opens the door <laughs> with that look on her face of it's like, like Kramer driving the tour yeah, bus around. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still making all the stops. <laughs> oh, one of the best quotes. Um. Now, where is my mom? Mm. I knew you wouldn't fail me. Oh, Betty, it is such a shame that you didn't accept the simple truths I tried to instill in you. Edgar, where is my mom? Because without those truths, Betty, all you're left with is pain. Then she gets wanged with a shovel. Oh, what? Nighty night. Uh, so, was it the, a shovel? I don't. I like to believe it was, but I don't think so. No, I would have noticed. Who cares? But that's the that's the descriptor. That's she how you wang- say that. Yes, she was wanged. You don't wang somebody with something else. Yeah. Um. So you know they're he's getting Jug's getting called a street urchin and all this by this jerk. So we have to admit, he's threatened by Jughead and is like trying to right. egg him on to get him kicked out of school because obviously he's intellectually threatened by Jughead's amazing Yeah, writing. so he starts throwing around stuff about silver spoons and rarefied air. And I was like, I liked silver spoons. You know, didn't have a great theme song or it no. been on the list. But, uh... Give us Alfonso Ribeiro. Come, Ronnie comes home... Lodge Lodge and uh, it's like Smithers. <laughs> that was funny. Um, she's got her certificate for a change of name and her the Rams there. She's like, how'd you get here? He's like, I own the jail. <laughs> well, your name is Mud and I want to change it. He starts talking about Jaime Luna who was uh, Luna was his father's name. 
And he was the only son. Sam. Everybody looked down on him because of that name. And changing your name isn't going to wash away all your sins. So... An, an interesting take yeah, on yeah. why a Latino guy would be named Lodge. You know, right, he, yeah. he Americanized his name for business purposes. Like, yeah, okay, that kind of tracks. Kind of tracks. So... Molly Ringwald wants Archie to come back to Chicago with her. They started a fund. Everybody starts funds for their kids. Guess I'm a little late on that. <laughs> but you could use it on your community center. That's a great idea, but uh, no one's safe here. We're moving. Not putting money in this losing proposition. I don't think Riverdale's a losing proposition. He goes up and starts punching the bunch of <laughs> <laughs> Jumps out the window, heads to Wipeout Arcade. Puts a little mask on. Meets up with the Artful Dodger. A with mask his Louis- or a hood? Hmm? Yes. And then he's got his Louisville Slugger. A black hood. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you're outnumbered oh. five to one. I mean, he's had... Quite a few different colors of masks and hoods. And I like that they followed this again. Veronica goes to over there and again, this is two out of the first three episodes, I believe, that Molly Ringwald thinks that Archie's upstairs in bed. <laughs> <laughs> he left town to go get his dad's body and now he's wanging people with a baseball bat. She's not a great mom, all right? No, she's, it's, she is take, not. She's out of practice. Mom. Ronnie gives her $40,000 to give to Archie, but we're not accepting that. Um, JJ, was your wheelchair moved? <laughs> What's up? Whilst I read to you at night tide. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I can barely look at that body. Oh, man. Like the way it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like his head's all crooked. And, um. Archie's got some fist prints on his face, so I wish they were would have stayed longer, but with his other scars. But he's like, you should see the other guys. Had a bat. Don't worry, I was in disguise. Like, and he super- lowers his voice down to like, yeah, oh, like a yeah. superhero. Yeah, he's like, well, we got enough money to buy a second bathroom, man. This money's dirty. <laughs> Can't use it. Needs to be clean first. Your your girlfriend knows how to do that, right? Anyway, <laughs> so, so I'm getting whiplash. By all these, <laughs> he's commit. He's stopping crimes in order to commit new crimes. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't understand. Maybe that Dodger guy knows how to launder money. <laughs> yeah, at Stonehill, they've got some votes for the best story ending, and it wasn't either of the guys. It was Donna Sweet. Donna Sweet. Um. They tied for last place, in fact. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Betty and the Thunder are both tied to chairs in one of the hotel rooms. Oh, yeah. And Evelyn's... The plan is for Evelyn to drive the bus full of farmies off a cliff <laughs> as a distraction with them 
son to the front while, while Edgar shoots off in a rocket. <laughs> let's just let's just sit here. That's the plan. We got that in ten seconds. The plan I was to say what? Drive the bus off the cliff. <laughs> With them strapped to the front because Edgar's shooting off at a rocket. <laughs> That he built. So to me, last season dragged a and little She goes, bit. and literally, Betty says, because harvesting organs wasn't interesting enough. <laughs> right, right. So last season was all about organ harvesting and the talk of ascension. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't, I wasn't fully invested in that. If I had, I known right. ascension <laughs> involved the literal rocket ship. They really buried the lead. <laughs> I would have been so invested last season. And Evelyn rocking the Patty Hearst, like, yeah. beret, mm-hmm. looking full. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's her name? Patty Hearst? Patty Hearst. Um, back at uh, Thistle House, Darius the interloper night nurse needs some money <laughs> to get rid of the rats. <laughs> Cheryl, Miss Antoinette, I'll be needing some money and the skeleton key for the house. Excuse me? What possibly for? Thistle House has rats in the walls. I like to use his full name. Yeah. Um, there, <laughs> I don't have a rat problem. I went into the basement. Halt! You went down to the basement specifically after I ordered you not to? You didn't go into the chapel, did you? No. Miss Cheryl. Thistle House has never had rats. But, babe, we did hear something last night. You didn't go down to the basement, did you? I've skipped a lot of her saying that to everyone in this episode. You go down to the basement. Gonna, We've never gonna, had rats. I'm going to quote running these You're right, TT. I don't have a rat problem. And yeah. Jason's almost on the floor. I You're going to have... Am okay. feeling the presence of a rat. A we six got a six-foot-tall foot rat, rat with muscles and bedroom eyes. Darius, I knew you were a mistake from the beginning. So, you're fired. Toodles! Oh, so let me get some music pumping in while uh, the girls... Hide in the closet, jump out, and Evelyn gets wanked with a shovel. <laughs> All right, ladies, time's up. Let's go. When the dark is closing in, what's your end? Those bitches. Tell me. Tell me. Well, they just got to make it to the courtyard without being shot. And this is when we get. The thunder and, and Betty's in the beret and she's ch- checking her gun, <laughs> whipping it out. Okay, yeah. I've got this, gifts of this. I'm, before the rocket, I thought this was the pinnacle of this episode <laughs> and this show. That slow motion walk you know, yeah. out of the hotel room. Oh, yeah. When we get ready to do something, this is the gift we're throwing around. It's like, okay, let's, do, let's do this. She spins yeah. oh, the yeah. chamber in the gun. All right. Do you remember what song was playing? Was it uh, the song? words were, uh, "Tell me, would you burn your kingdom down?" I don't remember if I mm. knew. I have song to go back and look. It just when there's why, why did when there's nowhere the left on? to go. <laughs> there's she, no reason. Try is you know? Did she try to pass as Evelyn? <laughs> like I don't know. Anyway, they see Edgar over there. Betty says, get everybody on the bus. Get ready to drive off a cliff. <laughs> She's like, I gotta go. Um, and there's Mr. Weatherby. He got a finger cut off. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Weatherby. 
I told Edgar I was at the mall, but he wouldn't listen. He cut it off. Miss Cooper, I don't know how I'd let myself get embroiled in this madness. Mr. Weatherby, this is your last shot at redemption, okay? It's like I told Edgar I wasn't the mole. Get everybody on this bus. Um, Go, this is your last please. shot. At, this is okay. the last shot I'm giving you, Mr. Mr. Weatherby. Get on the bus. At redemption, okay? So. Hello? Charles, it's me. She's trying to explain to Charles on the phone. There's Betty, you've you know, got to get out of here. On. Governor Dooley is sitting in a team of mercenaries right now. Tell them to stand down. There is a busload of unarmed civilians, including women and children, headed your way. She goes up to the roof. There is Edgar in his evil Knievel outfit. Edgar. Standing in a rocket. Edgar Knievel. It's amazing. And the thunder has... Up, she's Edgar. pointing the gun at him. She's going to shoot him in the kneecaps. Sister Alice. Come with me peacefully or so help me. I will shoot you in the kneecaps and drag your ass out of here myself. You betrayed us. I'm not going anywhere with you. And drag his ass out of here herself. <laughs> <laughs> the rocket. <laughs> I can't even describe this rocket. It's so small. It's like, it's like a model it's, rocket. It's like Wiley yeah. Coyote stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally. It should have a fuse on the back. It should say Acme on right. it. He's like, yeah. It's amazing. And it's angled at about 30 degrees. Like, I, don't know where, I don't know where he's going to go on the side of the building next door. But. Do you remember the story? Prophet Elijah, Alice, he was seized by a whirlwind and lifted up into the sky in a chariot of fire. Elijah ascended. He's talking about the prophet Elijah getting seized by a whirlwind, lifted in the sky in a chariot of fire. And I will too. And again, the whole season was like they had this cult to harvest organs. Right. So he he never was portrayed as a true believer. Mm-mm. In this nonsense, no, no. he was a scam artist trying to get organs. Yeah, but all of a sudden, his face his face will lift his rocket up on high. He makes a move for 1911. He's got strapped in the back of his belt, and the thunder takes him down. Thunder. Edgar Knievel ascended. <laughs> rocket, same oh rocket. Mom. What happened? Are you okay? Edgar ascended. Um, back at the El Royale, they're teaching these kids MMA. I don't know if I remembered anything else after this. <laughs> yeah, it was. Over. It's, it was this over. is all going to be new to us. Yeah, <laughs> and in comes Molly Ringwald out of the blue, changed her mind. She's crazy. She's like, you know, we're going to get your community center declared a five hundred one c three. Blah blah blah. And Archie made a face like numbers. What? No. Was it what number? She's like, basically, it means you don't have to pay taxes. He's like, well, that's amazing. (laughs) (sighs) And so Veronica got a call from Sourberry. She just wanted to let. Uh, the Ram know face to face that she's going to become Veronica Luna and, and she'll be sleeping with a taser under her pillow. Dios mio. Who doesn't? Then we have He didn't see you. Did he? Jason? Back at Thistle House a rat crawls out of Jason. Oh my god. Ah, get off! Get off! Get off! 
I thought it was going to be the alien thing coming out of his stomach or whatever. I was like, oh. <laughs> so she grabs a huge the, spell book. The dead <laughs> body is gross enough, but that freaking rat coming out of him. Yeah. I was like, mm, new sm- level, Riverdale. She smashes the rat with like a grimoire. And then. We're going to fix you right up, JJ. In comes TT and sees. Yeah. Jason. Yeah, Cheryl, she sees Jason. What the hell is going on here? Tony. You've never met Jason, have you? Uh, and, yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> Any sane person. Like, I have... Maybe I hold Tony Topaz at a little higher expectation in this show. Oh, she's us now. Really. For <laughs> At this point, she takes a turn and she is us. She's like, this is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's like, what are you doing? You know, and then we got back at Dead Poets Society, we got uh, somebody put posters up about the black, you know, his girlfriend was murdered by the black hood. And, you know, they're all trashing on Moose, trying to run him off. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so Marvin. Of course, Brett did it. Jughead's trying to explain to Betty back home. He blames me for not winning the contest. Because it was such a serious contest as one class project, you know. That's nothing like fighting the ghoulies. <laughs> well, you know, Jeez. Betty's like, Polly started a program at Shady Grove Treatment Center, and then there's a knock at the door. They go out, and there's a bag. Not of not a poop, funny poop or anything. <laughs> it's a videotape. VHS. Famous last words, Betty. It ain't over. And that's the end of the episode. Famous last words. Oh, I wrote down the quote. Edgar is ended. Yeah, I said that. Who said that? Uh, Thunder. Thunder said that after she shot him. Edgar is ended. Pretty pretty epic way to Mm -hmm. take somebody out. So that him. was a great episode. It was a great Same. episode. The it rocket went. Yeah. That that five minutes <laughs> there was everything. From her pulling up in the bus mm-hmm. to yeah. the end. Was, yeah. We got two shovel wagons, a rocket, an evil Knievel outfit. <laughs> everything. It's everything I watch Riverdale for. <laughs> it really was. It really was. And some dead Jason creepy Cheryl in there to Yeah. Just to top it off. And so, a little uh, Nana Rose, too. Dog Day Afternoon. Okay. Yes. There was... They ha- They needed all these demands they needed <gasps> oh. to get these, get out of the bank. Like the famous <laughs> movie. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah, that's true. He gives... We did yeah, it. He's on a standoff. Oh, I forgot to look for it, but that's got to <laughs> yeah, be it. Yeah, he has hostages. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah. an obvious. Obvious. Come on. Yeah, Attica. Attica. So yeah, yeah, that was uh, like I don't expect another episode to be able to top this all year. Oh, if, man. if they do, it Still will challenge be, them. Oh my gosh, it really had a, everything you could ever ask for, and we still don't know what the future holds. Was the missing? Is Jughead dead? Is missing? Mm-hmm. We're still the major mystery has not been revealed how are they gonna i mean 
explain to me how they're going to kill him, have this murder mystery of how he died, and then he's, got, he's not going to be dead. So what are they doing? There's a theory, but it's not till the next couple episodes that yeah. it, oh, okay. what it might be. All right, I'll wait. Yeah. All right. All right, so that's out. All right, so that's Riverdale. Thank you very much. Tune in uh, soon for more. We talk Riverdale. We talk TV. We talk movies. We talk comics. We talk streaming. We talk all kinds of stuff. So, and if that's not enough, if you don't get enough of this podcast, you can always sign up to be a patron and get even more. One dollar. You could follow us around like the vile paparazzi and <laughs> take pictures of us in our old timey bathrooms. Yeah. $50,000 bathrooms. I heard fan literary critic Harold Bloom called our patron well worth your time. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's so Salinger derivative. <laughs> yeah, it's $1. We do a lot of fun stuff. Stuff you don't hear on our regular free episodes. Mm-hmm. So you get a secret Facebook page. Yeah. Yep. Much like uh, Stonewall Prep. It's like an exclusive club. It's right. a salon, really. Yeah. No. Yeah. We get yeah. together and talk. We have very deep discussions. Or yeah. threats are lobbied around. Yeah. yeah. So only one person's ever pulled a switchblade. Um, so yeah, if we you, took it from him, if you join our patrons, you get an invite to a, a Facebook page, patron-only Facebook page. Where you can vote. Uh, you can polls. you can go there and mm-hmm. lose faith, all faith in humanity. That's true. You can voice opinions, no let, let it all out there, or unpopular. Untuck your shirt tail, and <laughs> we can just let us know what you think. All right, thank you, everybody. My name is Jordan Lowe, Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Goodbye, forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. <laughs> they showed that rocket. I was, like, I was like, I felt immediately like I had missed something. Like, if I, is there something important yeah. I missed? I like when like, they do that, no. where it just happens so fast. It's like it sneaks up on you, like how absurd it got all of a sudden. And they stay the same. They stay acting the same the whole way through. Like, it reminded yeah. me of an old episode of The Muppets with the Great Gonzo. Pretty sure he had the same rocket. Was there a yeah? Was there a rumordale.com? Did you look it up? Uh, I looked it up. Warner Brothers owns it, but it, there's but they're nothing, not doing anything nothing there. Yeah, for now. That would have been a great name for a podcast. Opportunities. Yeah. This website is currently not available. I'm a little upset they haven't. They didn't set that rocket off like. <laughs> I needed to see that. We could have had like Captain America and Bucky, like you know, the rocket takes off and oh, she has to man. hold on to it. Yeah. So Alice has a metal lo- arm later on. Right. Oh. We lose Alice in the, the sewer. She gets. She ends up sliding into the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker or Joker is now the most profitable comic book. Mm-hmm. Comic book movie of all time. That seems weirdly worded. Like they've done the math to be able to say that. Well, most of the comic book movies have to have huge budgets to. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, it, it was made about. for sixty-two and a half million. It's that, made nine hundred and forty-nine. That even seems high. Sixty. Fifteen times its budget. There was no craft services. He didn't eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't have to provide food. That was like fifty thousand right there. Archie could have built a bathroom. 